want to slice you into little pieces. Sounds nice and kinky to me. Too bad you're not double-jointed. Why? Because if you were, you'd be able to bend over and kiss your ass goodbye. to another episode of THR Presents Stream Fiends. I'm your host, Brian. With me, as always, is my brother, Nez. What's up, man? Man, gotta take these streets back. <laughs> From the local street toughs. <laughs> oh, the street toughs. <laughs> what were they called in this? Oh, they had some stupid name. The Scars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If you don't already know, we're talking about 1984's Savage Streets. They've taken over your school. They've taken over the streets. There's nowhere to run. Nowhere to hide. When violence rules the night, she brings justice her way. Linda Blair stars in Savage Streets, rated R. Savage Streets now playing at a theater near you. Uh, might as well just jump right into the. Oh, Google's got the shortest synopsis we have yet. Crossbow armed Brenda hunts down a Hollywood gang led by a punk with a razor blade earring. That's kind of descriptive <laughs> for being so short. <laughs> All right, IMDb, where'd you go? There you are. A teenage vigilante seeks revenge on a group of violent thugs who raped her handicapped sister and killed her best friend. Okay. And this stars, of course, Linda Blair, John Vernon, Robert Dreyer, Johnny Vinoker. Sal Landy, Scott Mayer, a bunch of other people, and, of course, Linnea Quigley, which she is way down the cast list here. Directed by Danny Steinman and Tom DeSimon, uncredited. Uh, written by Norman Yonimoto, Danny Steinman, and John Strong. Yes. I'm sure you saw this when it came out. Yeah, I did see this and uh, when it came out. And we were already in love with Linda Blair's from The Exorcist and Hell Knight and everything else she has done. But before we dive into that, I want to read some of these. Um, we haven't talked poster art in a while. So <laughs> uh, if you go on IMDb, they had, there's multiple post posters for this film. Uh, here's one. A revenge sequence rooted in Eastwood and Bronson, but more vicious, more personal. That was Metro News of Detroit. All right, this one is probably my favorite. I think you need to use this one as the when you're posting it. What they did to her sister was worse than a crime. Now witness the ultimate execution, Savage Streets. <laughs> I don't know who drew this, <laughs> this poster, but... <laughs> 
Linda Blair is about to fall out of her little uh, tight little thing she was wearing. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Here's another one. Uh, okay. That's the same thing. Different uh, pictures. What does the other poster say? Their law is an eye for an eye. Savage Streets. Oh, okay. It was a com. This is one that looks like a comic book. Savage Streets starring Linda Blair. They raped her sister, killed her best friend. Now she's crossbow psycho and aiming for revenge. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. They're giving this just a little bit too much credit. (laughs) Yeah, there was uh, not a lot happening in the middle. No, I mean, it was her her form of street justice in uh, Hollywood. But it was just really a lot of nothing. Um, I I may have, I mean, not to like jump to the end, but I might have blacked out again. <laughs> when did she get so good with a crossbow? I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's uh, customary for the for you to know when you're walking the streets of Hollywood at night. I I, I don't know. Uh, the, the the savage streets. Yeah, yeah, she learned in the <laughs> savage streets. And where are these clubs at that just let teenagers in? And what school was this where you can just smoke in class and nobody, teachers don't care? Well, I think they didn't care because all of these kids look like they were 30 years old. There was um, a lot of nudity, nudity in this as, as, as well as rape. Yeah, lots. Um. They're all supposed to be high school teenagers, but there was a lot of frontal and south of the border action in this film. The only one I bought as a high schooler was Linnea Quigley, because I think this is probably the youngest and the most innocent I've ever seen her in a movie. Yeah, she didn't uh, even have any lines. She was um, Linda Blair's sister. Uh, Heather, uh, Linda Be- Linda Blair was B- Brenda. Yeah, Leanna Le- Le- Quigley was uh, Heather, and uh, Linda Blair's crew. I think there was like about five five of them total. But the uh, the street toughs, there was um four of them. Uh, Robert Dreyer was Jake, Sal and Landy as Fargo, um, Scott Mayer as Red, and Johnny Vinokur as Vince. Um, but when I, when we first saw this one, it was like whatever came to the theater we saw. So I mean, we knew who Linda Blair was. I did not have no idea who Leanna Quigley was until uh, uh, Return of the Living Dead. Um, she buried it all in this too. But um, so we had seen it and we took it for what it was back in in the in the eighties when I was growing up. When we went and see, I mean, the, the the only naked women we got to see were in these rated R movies. I mean, especially like the, these type of things. Anything rated R, we knew we were going to get boobies. We knew we were going to get ass and stuff like that. So we're like, oh, hell yeah. I mean, uh, you younger guys now, porn is in your pocket <laughs> on a cell phone. <laughs> so... We, it was just a little bit tougher to get a hold of anything like that um, back in the day. But 
Um, um, these films, especially all all, the, all these type of films in the eighties, um, they all had that same vibe. I mean, watching this, it just reminded me of um, Tough Turf or Class of nineteen eighty four, just on the whole um, the vibe of the film. But this one was pretty much just a revenge film, uh, like it says in the synopsis. Uh, Linda Blair, she's just growing up in in Hollywood, high school girl. Um, Her and her friends are just walking down the streets and just hanging out, partying, having a good time. Are they street Uh, toughs? I guess they were. I mean, she, I didn't buy it from her at all. (laughs) What? Oh, Linda Blair. Yeah, she's she's a star of the movie, so you just gotta let it slide. It's like her kind of, role, in, it's kind ahead. of weird now that when you think back, if you haven't really seen this, but you knew who Linnea Quigley and Linda Blair was, you would expect Linnea Quigley to be the tough girl and Linda Blair to be the 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 nice. Uh, well, they kept calling her handicapped, and they called her some other words, but the uh, deaf sister kind of thought the the sweet role would have went to Linda Blair. Well, I don't think Leanna Quigley was a name back uh, in this time. I mean, Linda Blair, she was already uh, the biggest star, one of the biggest stars in the world. Um, But I I don't know. I just didn't buy it. I mean, she did her her job. She was acting rough and tough and everything again she's the star of the film that's why you go that's why you you're paying to see this film for linda blair um i met i met her once she's not a very very tall woman i i (laughs) that's why i couldn't i couldn't buy it on how rough and tough she was but (laughs) i i know why she was rough and tough growing up on the in the savage streets of hollywood california (laughs) But, uh, yeah, her and her friends just hanging out in Hollywood, just Friday night partying, walking around, this and that. Um, Then we get Jake and uh, his crew, the Scars. Scars. They're rolling around, mobbing around. Was that a Cadillac or what was that? Yeah, convertible. Yeah, convertible. Nice car. uh, Mobbing around Hollywood. These are the no seatbelt days. Uh, and you could sit uh, on the very back up top and hang out and scream and hoot and holler and the cops won't say nothing. Yeah, you. you can pile in like eight people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can fit like five people in the front seat. <laughs> but, so they're cruising around. Um, I don't know why they had uh, uh, Brenda had her sister, Heather, with her. Because um, she was all not nice and just innocent looking. I mean, she she had no lines in the whole film. She just did some sign language. I I assume she could either hear or just read lips hella good. They kind of didn't go into that, but um. So they're all uh, walking around. Jake and his guys are just causing havoc, cussing people out, and well, first that first dude, um, Vince, he. He would just seem like a, a normal kid, but then uh, the the one that had to he had to get dressed in the, the alleyway and put his uh, street tough clothes on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> told his mom, "Yeah, we're, I'm going out to hang out with my friends. Bye, all right, have a good time." Yeah, then he turns he turns out from a little um, suburban kid to the the Hollywood savage street tough. <laughs> so, 
He's uh, just probably the rich boy in the crew. And uh, there's always one uh, in, in these type of movies. One of them's not a real street tough, but the other guys are. The only ones that I really bought it, I didn't buy Red. Uh, the only one who, to me, sold it the, the best was Fargo. Uh, I had seen this actor in a bunch of things, and he always pretty much plays the same role, a little asshole uh, Italian guy, I guess. Is that the one that looked like he was 40? Yeah. Okay. I mean, these guys did not look like teenagers. <laughs> As well as the women, <laughs> except for Leah. No, like, did. why? Are, how are you guys able to walk around school? I'm like, I would not think if I was like a faculty member of security and seeing these guys. Like, you guys are way too old to be here. <laughs> well, I don't think they went there except for Vince. He was the only one because when the 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 principal got in his face, uh, John Vernon, uh, aka Dean Warmer from uh, Animal House. AKA Mr. Big from I'm gonna get you sucker. But he was a hardcore principal, man. He was throwing the derogatory uh words around and mm-hmm. ca- called called Brenda yeah. a bitch and this and that. Yeah, called the the one guy the, he used the F word and I don't mean fuck. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of a lot of words used, uh, but different time, different time. Yeah, really different time. I mean, this uh, they could make, remake this film, but they'd have to change the dialogue. Oh, it'd be so watered down. Because <laughs> they, they, they could not use the words uh, that they use in this today. But anyway, so um, Jake and the gang come tearing around the corner. Uh, Heather walks out into the into the intersection. She doesn't hear the car coming. She slams on, they slam on the brakes and almost hit her. So uh, Brenda and the gang are screaming at the scars, and the scars are screaming back. Them, oh baby, come on, get in this party, this and that. I got blow or whatever the hell they had. And they're like, nah, fuck you, get out of here. So they end up leaving. Uh, the girls are walking around. They see Jake and the guys. Uh, they see their car somewhere, so they steal it. And I assume when you when you grow up in the savage streets, you know how to hotwire. Because I'm pretty sure uh, Jake didn't leave the keys in it. So they all piled in, we're hooting and hollering, driving around. Jake sees them and goes running after him. Ah, give me back my car, bitch. And and then they ended up ditching it. And when they find when Jake finds a car, it's full of garbage. Uh they just like got garbage cans and dumped hella shit in it. And then Jake's fuck that, we'll get we'll get him, we'll get him. So that was their motivation on why they go after uh Brenda and the gang. Uh they're at school. Uh there's uh, one girl, I remember her, her name is Rebecca Pearlie. She played Cindy Clark in this. I remember her in Tightrope as well as Bachelor Party. And uh, she's just the typical cheerleader bitch that hates um, Brenda, Linda Blair's character. And there's another goofy jock guy. I don't remember his name. He was in love with Brenda, but... That was um, so corny. Yeah, he was. I mean... <laughs> When they were all exercising uh, in the gym, that was funny because nobody wore gym clothes. Everyone was wearing whatever they wanted. I mean, they looked like strippers <laughs> trying to stretch around uh, during gym class. But um, so yeah, uh, but Cindy and Brenda hate each other mainly because of this one goofy, tall. I don't know if he was a basketball player or a football player, whatever he was. He had a Letterman's jacket on, and he was just a goofy dummy. 
So <clears throat> they kind of get into it. Uh, there's an awesome fight in the girl's shower, <laughs> which, was, <laughs> which was hilarious. Cindy and Brenda go at it. Now leave my man alone. Ah, I don't want that idiot and this and that. Next thing you know, they weren't really fighting. They mm-hmm. went in. Into the shower. Each, yeah, they were chasing each other around. Yeah, the this this is the the, the showers is, is like one big room, but with like uh, little shower things in the middle. Yeah, but for some reason, in the background, there's two <laughs> naked chicks fighting for some reason. Yeah, I mean, there was a, this this was probably like the biggest uh, nude scene because there's girls are all in there just showering and hanging out laughing around naked um i don't know if they really did that in those days but i'm gonna say no and uh it was a real uh wild and hairy time uh, in 1984 you <laughs> know at this at this hollywood high school <laughs> but yeah so sydney and brenda get into it and they, they don't they kind of wrestle around for a second and then they it was mainly just chasing each other around. Yeah, and then those two girls behind, I don't know why they were fighting. Um, I, everyone else is in there pretty much closed. Um, some of them are, are down in, in their spankies and bra, but there's two naked girls, like, fully nude, fighting each other. Uh, and they, they, that, that was a fight that was going <laughs> on in the back. Um, just for no reason. Uh, this whole movie is on YouTube, so you can watch it for all the glory. Nothing is cut out of it. So um, then they get pulled into the principal's office, and this is when Principal Underwood just kind of lights them up and tells them, you guys need to knock it off. So, was, he tr- was he trying to bang Brenda? I think so, because that's what she says. He goes, hey, he's been trying to fuck me since I was a freshman or, or whatever. Uh-huh. She said, I'm like, man. Um... Heather, Leanna Quigley, she's uh, waiting for her sister, so she's kind of hanging out in the gym. Uh, no, earlier, um, Jake and the gang show up uh, with Vince, and they're uh, at the school selling drugs. And the principal comes out and yells at them, tells them, you guys don't belong here, you need to leave the campus right now, and they tell him to fuck off and this and that. And he calls them uh, a derogatory word that starts with an F, and then... <laughs> and they end up leaving. He, he the principal yells at uh, at Vince, telling him like, "Look, man, these these guys are gonna just nothing but trouble." Yeah, basically, we we find out Vince is used to be a good kid. Yeah, so he was yeah he was probably a good kid, uh, got good grades, but he wanted to be down with the the the, the street the local street toughs, so he joined up with their gang. Wanted to be a scar. Yep. I don't think any of them had scars either. But anyway, um, <laughs> so uh, Brenda and, and her friends are just getting, uh, they were somewhere else in the school. Um, Heather was waiting for her sister. So she's sitting in the in the gym by the, uh, by the basketball courts uh, inside in the gymnasium. Um, I think it was Red who goes up to her, to, to Heather and starts talking. I mean, for for the principal telling them to get out, get off campus, they didn't even leave. They just like went to another part of the campus, and that's when Red found Heather, and he was talking to her. Oh, you're pretty, this and that, and finds out that she can't she can't talk or, or hear, I guess. Yeah, and he um, gives her the international uh, sign language for 
sex. Yeah, he's <laughs> making the O with one one hand and then had the finger going in the hole. <laughs> and Lene Quigley's just like shaking her head. I don't know that one. <laughs> I, I assume she could hear. I think, because, I think she was reading lips. Oh, well, whatever. I mean, because he had said something, like asked her a question, and she, I, I don't know, but I didn't write the film. <laughs> so he's like, oh, you, he asked her, have you ever been kissed? And she goes, yeah, my I, my dad kissed me, I'm sure, on the cheek. And he goes, no, not like that, like this. So he kind of leans in and gives her a kiss, but she doesn't want it. So he starts grabbing her and hugging her, and then all of a sudden, here comes Jake and the gang, and they grab her, take her into uh, either the locker room or a bathroom in the gym, and uh, this part got pretty graphic, um, and they end up right, gang raping her, like all four of them, four of them did. But really quick, um, was uh, Fargo gay? Because... I wouldn't kiss my friends on the lips, even if we were just playing. <laughs> I don't know. Because um, Fargo was like, I'm next. And then Jake no, Jake pulled him off and said, no, no, Red is. And then Fargo was looking at him and then he like just grabbed Jake and like kissed him flat on the, <laughs> straight on the mouth. And then they just went, ha, 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 started hugging each other. I'm like. That's that's what they do. I I don't know. <laughs> I guess if you're in the scars, yeah. <laughs> you got to be open to that. But so yeah, that that whole uh, rape scene it, it was it was pretty brutal because at the end when they all leave, Jake's standing there over her. She and she's laying there like fully nude. They just tore all her clothes off, and he just he's standing there looking at her. They don't show it, but he you you can. Uh, get the motion or of seeing his body, and he kicks her in the face. And then, yeah, that was unnecessary because she's already they they don't already raped her to the point where she's basically unconscious, and then he just kicks her. Yeah, and then they take off. So Brenda's like, "Well, I'm waiting for my sister." They go into the gym, they find her stuff. Um, one of the girls she had to go to the bathroom, so she went to the bathroom, and then she found. Heather laying there, and then she comes running back, and then they all go running in, and, and they find Heather. Yeah, they real, take real quick, this is where I thought she was deaf-deaf, because when they come in, they're yelling her, and then one of them says, why Why are you yelling for her? She can't hear you. Oh, that's right. So that's why I was like, she must be reading lips. But I, I know what you're talking about. There was a, a couple times when I felt like she responded to somebody talking to her. Yeah. Like instantly, yeah. <laughs> uh, the movie. Um. So, so she ends up going to the hospital. I like the hospital. It's called Doctor's Hospital, but um, <laughs> <laughs> total sign they just made threw up on a wall. But she's in a coma. She's all head head is bandaged. Uh, Brenda's in there crying, and her mom is in there too. And they just they don't know who did it. They don't know what happened. Um, so they're just trying to figure out uh, what the hell's going on. So while she's while Heather's in the hospital, Brenda she's getting into it with uh, Cindy again at school. They have another fight, and um, the the teacher was um he was that dude in um Bob De Simone. He was Mister Meeker. He was a teacher. He was the um the ambulance driver or. 
Was he am- no, he wasn't an ambulance driver. He was the um what did he say? He was the he was like a nurse and he was the one driving the bus in Friday the 13th part 5 in the mm-hmm. beginning. He was the one he was the one that pulled up to that uh, diner and was yelling for that chick and took the axe to the head. Um, so he was there and he didn't even give a fuck because when uh, Cindy and Brenda got into it again and everyone just jumped out of the way and he just like sat in his desk like, oh, come on. What are you guys yeah. doing? And Late, ladies, knock that off. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're rolling around on each other on the floor like fighting. And he's just like. Not right. Uh, you can't do this in school. He didn't even try to get up and stop it. He just sat there, and then uh, Brenda grabs Cindy's top and tears it off, and easily. Yeah, it must have been no bra day because <laughs> <laughs> she she was there with all her glory. And this is when the teacher walks over there, doesn't even offer his little sport coat or anything. She just goes running out of the classroom topless, and everyone's laughing. Well, he he didn't want to get in any kind of trouble. You can tell he was <laughs> trying to jump out the way with his hands up in the air. It's like <laughs> I ain't doing anything. Brenda ends up getting suspended. Well, both of them got suspended. So, um, also, um, one of uh, Brenda's friends, I can't remember which one, I think it was Francine. She was getting married. Because uh, her and her uh, boyfriend, she was pregnant, uh, pregnant teenager, still in high school. And they were talking about getting married and moving out of Hollywood and go raising animals on a farm. Yeah, such a unnecessary extra side story. Yeah, but they were at this club called MX. And I assume it's just where they just let kids in. So... (laughs) Because they were all hanging out there having a good time. Uh, Jake and the guys show up and uh, just kind of bogart one of these tables, make these other dudes get get up. This is our table. So they get up. Francine's walking to the bathroom. No, she came out of the bathroom and uh, one of the one of Jake's crew grabbed her and they were like, yeah, come on, baby. Give me a kiss. I think it was Fargo. Grabbed her, started kissing her. And she was like, no, nah, no, nah, get off of me. And these other two two guys, other little preppy looking boys at the next table walked up. Hey, man, why don't you guys uh, leave her alone? And they're like, oh, OK, OK. And then they get into a big fight. Um, But then um, Francine's uh, fiance, I can't remember that guy's name. Um, I want to say Richie, I think he yeah. goes he goes running over there and getting into a big old fight with Jake and all those guys and everybody's things are flying all over the place. Uh, there's a band, a live band pumping music uh, in this place. And for some reason, you can hear clear as day the police sirens because they, they obviously called the cops when the fight broke out. So but <laughs> nobody gets arrested. Nobody knows that everyone just must have ran before the cops got there. Well, they're, they're too young to, to go to jail. But they're not <laughs> too young to hang out at the club all night. Mm-mm. <laughs> And Walker and uh, Jake always had a little bottle with him because he was walking around sipping on that pretty much the whole movie. But so now that Jake and those guys, other than they hate Brenda for stealing the car, they hate Francine for, uh, I guess, not making out with them and then causing this big fight. So 
Uh, Francine and the gang and her crew, they're all uh, wedding dress shopping. And then all of a sudden she she leaves. She, I can't remember who she was with. She was with one of her other friends. And then Francine left and is walking home. Jake and those guys see her. And then they go chasing her in their car. Two of them jump out and go running after her. She's, I mean, she must have been in really good shape to run up all those stairs and down that, that, uh, that hallway or alley or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. She's running across the bridge. Here comes Jake in his car. They come splutter. Stop. They all jump out and they grab her. And she's like, ah, leave me alone. Fuck you guys. This and that. And then uh, Jake picks her up and like over his head. And he's like leaning over like, you got you like the view. And they're like, throw her, throw her. And then Jake throws her off the bridge uh, to her death. That escalated so fast. Yeah. I mean. And it was in broad daylight with cars driving by. Yeah. <laughs> so she's dead, but nobody really knows at this point because they were waiting for her earlier. But uh, they were they were all supposed to meet up at the, the the club MX, but she never shows up. So Richie's kind of ah. Uh, I don't know where she had to tell. If you see her, tell her I'm getting mad. Brenda's like, I need to go to the hospital. So to see her sister before um, visiting hours are over. So she goes over there and um, Jay, uh, the Vince, the, the, the rich boy guy that was hanging out with one of the scars, he kind of finally got tired of it because he was feeling bad that he raped Heather and all this other stuff that they were doing. And because when Jake threw... Francine off the bridge. Vince is like, ah, no, don't do it, don't do it. But then we threw her off. He ended up, uh, hate you. And then he goes running <laughs> off. <laughs> so, that was so weird. He was just like, I hate you. I hate you so much. I was like, <laughs> what is going on? So he goes running off. They they didn't really chase him. But Jake is, uh, or um, Vince is just so guilt stricken that he go he goes to the hospital uh he he finds heather's room and he's standing there and i'm sorry i'm sorry i shouldn't have done that uh they made me do it but while he's confessing him to, to heather's still in a coma uh brenda comes walking in and she hears everything that vincent says so she finds she now she knows who did this to her sister she tried uh she grabbed him and started slapping him up and he was just standing there taking all those slaps. And then he goes running out of the room. Ah, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> so she knows she knows what happened because it, oh, he tells her, too, that um, that Francine's dead. Yeah, because so, apparently nobody's still they still don't know she's got, uh, dead. Mm-mm. So I, I'm assuming cars are just driving by this dead body laying on the ground. I guess <laughs> so. So they're like, ah, so he, uh, Vince ends up cutting out. Brenda gets mad, goes home and, uh, kind of gets into it with her mom, but then she just goes up in the room and she's sitting in a tub bearing all her glory. And then, uh, she gets, gets up, gets all her, um, her Savage Street gear on, her little mm-hmm. tight spandex outfit or whatever, and her high heel boots. I'm like, if you're about to go out and kick ass or kill people, you know, high heel boots isn't what you want to put on if you're going to be doing some running. But so she goes down there. She goes, did she break into that surplus store? 
I think so. Yeah, she did a commando and broke into a surplus store and grabbed all kinds of gear and cut uh, like a couple bear traps and a crossbow. <laughs> so, but okay. <laughs> so she goes, uh, she goes gearing up. Um, Jake drops off um, or he kicks out uh, Fargo and Red. And then they're like, ah, what are we going to do? So they're, they're going to go just do whatever, I guess. And then Jake takes off and he ends up uh, going to Vince's work. And Vince is working. I guess he was taking the garbage out or something. And then Jake just hauls ass full speed and kills Vince and runs him over. We go back to Fargo and Red. Um, How did they find Brenda? They were walking, and then she had, uh, she was like tapping some pipe, oh, that's like right. making noise, and then they had to see her, and then she was just all like, "Come and get me!" And of course, uh, Bar goes, "Oh, I'm a fuck you," and because apparently that's the only thing on his mind, and <laughs> they like split up to go chase after her inside that like factory or warehouse or whatever it was. Yeah, she she had it. She was all geared up and ready because when they go in looking for her, they hear they hear her saying, "Ah, oh, you got you motherfuckers, uh, come get me!" This and that, whatever else she's saying. And then they're walking around, and Fargo finds a tape recorder, and it's like, "Hey, Red, it's she's just hiding." So they go looking around, and she comes walking around the corner. And, uh, that's when Fargo was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck you," and then. After that, I'm going to kill you and this and that. And this is when she tells him, she goes, oh, are you double jointed? And he looks at her like, what? And she goes, because if you double jointed, this, you can uh, kiss your, you'll be able to kiss your ass goodbye. And then shoots him in the throat with a crossbow. She need to work on them one liners. Yeah, that's a clip I played at the beginning. <laughs> so uh, I left one part out because it was a little brutal for the, just to start off the show. But anyway. <laughs> Um, so he's dead <laughs> and uh I, yeah I don't know how she learned how to use this crossbow um, so but anyway with, with this and the bear traps they're kind of alluding to maybe she used to go hunting or something I, I don't know I don't know I mean because earlier in the film when they're walking down Hollywood just yeah hanging out window shopping they see uh, bear traps, and I think it was like thirty-seven dollars. I don't know how much bear traps are, but they kind of go, "Oh, look, bear trap, and we should get one." And uh, <laughs> I was like, "All right, whatever." <laughs> so, yeah, she knew what she was getting. And so, uh, Red comes around the corner, and uh, he sees her, and then he sees Red, or he sees Fargo laying there dead, and then she kind of she starts talking shit to him, like "You're next," and then uh, Red goes backing up, and he like trips over. The uh, bear trap, and you hear it go, and you hear it going, but we don't see it. I'm like weak. So, um, so those two are dead. How did Jake get there? I think he just drove up after he ran down uh, vents. He pulled up, and then I, I think she had them all displayed. Yeah, because when he he got there to the warehouse, and then he opened up the door, and they were both laying. They were like tied up to something, and they were both dead. Um, one of the bear traps was on Red's arm, and I guess the other one was on his neck or something. So, 
those two were dead, and he was like, ah, because Brenda starts talking shit to Jake. He turns around with a six-shooter and just starts firing in every direction, and <laughs> she, she's just screaming, ah, you missed, and then all of a sudden, ah, he takes a, uh, an arrow to the leg. I don't know where she was, somewhere across the street in the darkness, but she's a good shot. Mm-hmm. She hits one leg, and then, ah, fuck you, bitch. Ah, he gets hit in the other leg. And I don't know about you, man, but if you take two arrows to the legs, I don't think you're going to be walking around. But Yeah, and you're not supposed to pull them out like he did, because I, I like the little effects when he was pulling one out. You saw little little chunks of meat coming yeah. out with it. <laughs> so, yeah, he would have bled out, man. <laughs> so, yeah, he pulled those out, and he goes chasing her. And she's like, yeah, here I am. Come get me. So he goes running after her down this. Um, well, did they go? No, they stayed outside the whole time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because he goes running or hobbling after her. And then he uh, comes to a gate and he's trying to open it. And then when he opens the gate, it sets off this booby trap because she jumps in her Jeep and then. And the it's like a rope or a chain or something that was in the dirt, and he doesn't see it there. She hauls off in her jeep, and it closes on his legs and flips him upside down. And he's ah, he's hanging there, and she's standing there like ah, well you shouldn't have come back, and I'm gonna kill you for doing raping my sister and killing Francine, my best friend. And he's like ah, fuck you, bitch. So she just instead of her just like killing him from a distance, she she kind of walks up close to her to him. He's hanging upside down. He grabs the the gate of the the chain link gate, swings it, and then hits her in the face. I don't know how hard he hit her, but it was hard enough for her side of her face to to split because she had blood coming down the side of her face. Yeah, and she was awkwardly <laughs> laying there, like making these moaning sounds, and <laughs> it's like this is a little weird. Because she was laying there, ah, yeah. and then he just. <laughs> He just comes down and, and un, uh, <laughs> just lays on top of her. Yeah, <laughs> and they're uh, arguing around. Um, yeah, yeah, he had a gun, but he he, he wasted all the bullets because she was too busy talking shit and then shooting at him. Um, but yeah, when when he uh, he got down, yeah, that's when he fell on top of her because she was like trying to talk shit. So while he crawled up on her and get basically getting ready to tell her he was going to, I don't know if he was going to bang her or whatever, rape her or whatever, but he definitely was going to kill her. She's got like a, um, I think it was a switchblade. And she like stabs him in the side and then he kind of, uh, he goes and falls off and then she gets up. I mean, I'll give it to this guy. I mean, he he's really pouring on the acting. And I'm sure that hurts getting stabbed. I mean, I've never been stabbed, but I'm pretty sure it hurts. <laughs> so, oh, I thought she stabbed him. And I'm watching this, everyone. He, she stabbed him like uh, almost, almost in the in the balls, kind of in the, in the side of his leg. And they, oh, I thought, I thought she did inside of his leg. Now, where he, you see him pull it out. Okay. So it wasn't man, because I'm sure if they stabbed him in the dick, man, he'd be to died instantly. <laughs> but, so he goes. She gets up. She gets up and starts running. I don't know why she didn't jump in her Jeep because I'm sure the keys were in there. So he goes hobbling after her. She's still running down the street in her high heels. Uh, she runs back, um, climb back to the warehouse and then climbs in. And then uh, I don't know how he got in, but she grabs a crowbar and he's run. He's like 
holding his stab wound and just trying to get around because he's I'm sure his legs hurt. So he's there talking shit uh, while all this. I'm gonna come get you. So um, Brenda, she's while she's hiding, she's hiding behind. I guess they went into some warehouse, uh, like a paint warehouse, because she grabs a um, canister of paint and it says flammable on it. So she opens it and picks it up when he finds her, and she throws it in his face, and then they start wrestling around. And then she pulls out her uh, her her um, her lighter while he's choking her, and then she lights him, and then he he ignites, and ah, he's screaming while he's on fire. I mean, I'll give it to the stunt guys. Any any stunt guys that sets themselves on fire in these films, but. Usually you can tell that they're in a fire suit. Yeah, he's in a fire suit, but it looks like he's got a Michael Myers mask on. And then he goes crashing uh, out of the front window into the street. And they must have been fighting all night because the sun looked like it was coming up. <laughs> so uh, he's Jake is ah, screaming and burning up. And I assumed he died because then the cops show up and then that's it. You know, uh, she she gets in no trouble. Yeah, the next scene is um, we see all Brenda and Heather. She woke up from her coma. She's, this must have been a while later. Cause she's got like a scar on the side of her face for where, where Jake kicked her. And then there's, she's standing there looking at her. And then uh, Brenda says, hey, we did it. And then the friend's like, no. You did it. No, she goes. She goes. At least we set things right. Oh yeah, that's right. And one of her friends said, "No, Brenda, you set things right." And then the movie's over. Yeah, because her friends were fucking useless throughout the whole movie. Yeah, no one did anything. I mean, even when she was fighting, they didn't even like jump in to try to help. <laughs> yeah, go home and change your street tough clothes because y'all wasn't tough. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I, Brenda, either she just told the cop, made up some story saying that they, well, I'm sure she told them, hey, they raped my sister and uh, they were trying to get me and I was defending myself. That's the only way I can see she got out of this because she killed three guys. (laughs) How did she explain the bear traps, though? (laughs) I don't know. Well, she was in a warehouse. Maybe they were in there. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> Don't try to figure this film out. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that's your movie. It uh, it ends on a downer when they're at Francine's grave. But uh, street justice is served uh, in the savage streets of Hollywood, California. And I assume these gals lived somewhat happily ever after. Um, I still enjoy this film. It's goofy, and it's it's one of those movies. It, it, if you guys are hanging out want something to watch and laugh around with just turn this on again it's on youtube and uh enjoy it i mean i i i liked it the first time i saw it i have not seen this i think the last time i saw it it might have been on like um ronda's up all night on usa but i'm sure it was cut to hell yeah Um, but i mean i still i still like this film is it on blu-ray i'm sure it is but it it had one of them special releases that you can't get now unless you go on eBay and pay like a hundred bucks for it. What? Yeah, I, I I tried to look for the Blu-ray and 
one had came out and had like this little slip case and everything. Um, there's one you can buy it uh, for twenty on Amazon. Okay. And yeah, there's looks like there was a special edition one with the slip cover, and you can buy used for thirty four dollars. Um, uh, nah. Mm. I do like that cover though. Yeah, every everything comes out again. Yeah, maybe uh, Arrow or one of them. But twenty bucks for this one—that's not bad. Let me add it to my list. <laughs> but yeah, I, I didn't even know this was on Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it too, and I I do recommend it. Um, but if you're a little sensitive to like scenes of rape and stuff, uh, they're, they're it's very rapey. But the bad guys do get their come up, and so it wasn't like meaningless. There, there, it led to. Very bad people getting it in the end. Though I, I, I wish they would have got a little bit more violently. Murdered? <laughs> I thought they they got what they got. Um I don't know. I was expecting something a little bit more hardcore. At least more, like 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 Franco. A little more savage. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, because I'm, I'm I'm on IMDb at the bottom. Uh, it says more like this at Motel Hell, of course. Um, class of 1984 is there. Like I said, it had that vibe. Uh, the New Kids. Did you say you have that? You have that Blu-ray? Yeah. I just gotta, ordered mine, so it should be here. Oh, we got to um, do that. Then. Couple, yeah, as soon as I get, I've not seen New Kids since it came out. So, um, and Angel. Have you seen that one? I started watching it the other day. Isn't it on Shutter now? Yeah, it's on Shutter. Just that one, or like all of them on there? I think there's like four. Ah, let me double check. I want to say yes. The only ones I have, um, I bought the first one, Angel, and then uh, Avenging Angel. Those are the only two I have. I didn't see the ones after that. I don't. I think there's four movies. I I don't. I don't really remember. But I think the Blu-rays are on uh, Vinegar Syndrome. I got mine from HamiltonBook.com. They got movies on there, and they're usually pretty cheap. So I, I, usually, I usually check there for um, titles that no one's really heard of. Um, all right, I wanted, to go, I wanted to go to quotes. Um... Where was the principal? Oh, I don't want to see any of you guys around my schoolyard. You or any of your scum. (laughs) And Fargo, oh man, who the fuck are you, the principal? That's right. And as for you, Vince, if you want to, if you want to trash your life, go ahead, but do it on your own time, not mine. You hear that? And then that's when he starts yelling him, and then he says the. Yeah, the derogatory effort <laughs> to, to Jake. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, the movie's goofy, but but it but it is worth watching. It it's uh, mid eighties goodness. Uh, Linda Blair. Um, you want to see her kicking ass and wearing tight clothes and laying there naked in the bathtub? This is the movie for you. But yeah, the rape scene is 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 pretty graphic and. Uh, a lot of the dialogue, it's 
different times, boys and girls. So they pretty much could say whatever they wanted to. Um, I assume there was only two street gangs in the the Savage Streets of Hollywood because there was no other gangs. At least in the (laughs) class of 1984, there was um, them, the the punkers, and then the, the black gang. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I guess it must have just been two street gangs in this. Uh, and the scars were like the worst drug dealers every ever because it, it seemed like everybody owed the money. Yeah, and, and that one was funny. That one of the dudes they uh, tried to strong arm. They're like, "Hey, man, uh, you better come with my money and the coke, and be here in an hour." And the other guy goes, "Yeah, that's sixty minutes." But then like. <laughs> I think it was like the next night they meet up with that guy and he, he's got uh, their money and everything. I'm like, you know, someone doesn't know how to tell time or they just forgot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this, I mean, I, I love this movie. I mean, it's again, 80s goodness. And um, did you, where'd you watch it on? Uh, Tubi. Okay. Was it and commercials? It, commercials, but it's everything's there. All right. They don't cut yeah. anything out. Yeah, the one on YouTube, nothing is cut. Just type in Savage Streets full movie and uh, it'll come up. I didn't even, I was just looking for the trailer and then the whole movie was on there. I was like, oh, good. Now I don't have to watch commercials. But. All right. Um, that is it for 1984's Savage Streets. And All right, what you got? Oh, fuck. I guess I should. Um, oh, going back to Angel. I like how they did the 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 thing they did in the in the eighties because there's Angel Three, the final chapter, but then there's Angel Four. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, so there's always a final chapter and then sequels after that one. Ah, oh, damn! I thought it was uh, on Prime, but it's it's not. I was gonna say Thunderheart, but oh, they took it off. Yeah, it's it's not on there anymore. Go on my app here. Yeah, the trick. I'm on Mike's. Mike bought it, so he he hooked me up with this. So Thunderheart is on Stars. Do you have Stars? Yep. All right, let's do Thunderheart. All right, nice. Yeah, uh, give me an excuse to watch this movie. Uh, 1991 film starring. Uh, uh, Graham Greene and uh, Batman, Val Kilmer, and yes, he is Batman. I don't care what anyone says, nipples and all. But yeah, we'll be back. <laughs> all right, you got a streaming <laughs> recommendation? Uh, yes, I do. I was watching um, earlier. I was watching Saving Private Ryan. If you got uh, Amazon Prime, it is streaming on there. That is one of my favorite uh, war movies and mm-hmm. that beginning scene when they when they were storming the beach was just brutal oh so brutal and, and amazing film work uh, what Steven Spielberg and his crew did but I I really really felt felt it for all those veterans that saw the movie and just just brought it all back and they were they were the PTSD of uh, of war. I mean that that was I was reading articles on it was like after that movie came out I was reading articles and they were saying a lot of people, a lot of guys that were there 
Um, they watched the movie, but it just brought it all back to them. And I'm sure that's not what Steven was trying to do. He was just trying to make a, a war movie and everything. And it, just, it was so it was so realistic. Um, it just messed everyone up. But yeah, yeah. if you have um, Amazon Prime, check out Saving Private Ryan. Uh, mine's going to be uh, I finally got to Peacemaker on HBO Max. Uh, ended up binging the whole season in one day. It, if you like Suicide, the, the Suicide Squad, this is a straight continuation from that movie, and you get more backstory on Peacemaker, why he is the way he is, and I, I enjoyed pretty much all the characters they added onto it, and the, there is some, some, I ain't gonna spoil it, there is some cameos that pop up in the movie, or in the TV show. Alrighty, I haven't seen any yet. Um, everyone's telling me to watch it, and I know I like it, but I think when you start it, I think you're going to breeze through it. Is it done? Like Yes. This whole season is over? Yes. Okay, good. All right. Well, now I'll start. Um, only one thing has been spoiled to me, you know, a couple of the cameos. But other than that, I have no idea what the storyline of the show is. So I'll have to check it out. But, yeah, come back uh, next week for um, Thunderheart and... What was reaction? Um, uh, the perfect weapon. Oh, that's right. And then where was that one at? YouTube. Okay. Yeah, come back for action returns and more stream things. So, till next week, everyone. Please be safe out there. Uh, go to uh, thehorrorreturns.com. Check out everything that uh, we got over there. Uh, links to all the shows. A link to the T Public, I believe. Pick up yourself a T-shirt. Grab those shirts while they're hot because um, pretty soon that, that design's going to be gone. And uh, you'll have a collector's item. So uh, pick up two for yourself. So I still need to get one. But anyway. <laughs> and subscribe to the E-Society uh, YouTube channel. Uh, reviews are going up and somebody needs to start putting some unboxing of Blu-rays and 4Ks for everybody to watch. Um. For those, for us, go over to TikTok. Uh, I started doing, uh, I have a few um, uh, Blu-ray updates on there. I also did a quick little film review of um, that movie, The Walk, about that uh, that guy that uh, tightroped across uh, the World Trade Centers. Oh, I can't watch that. That's... Oh, dude, I was dizzy. Yeah, that's why I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, man, I should have. I, I I wanted to see it in IMAX, but I knew I was gonna gonna just make me dizzy. I was dizzy sitting there watching it in my uh, <laughs> sitting there in my in my lounge chair, holding on to the <laughs> to the sides. But they did an amazing job with that film. Uh, yeah, follow us on TikTok. Just search um uh east society pod and it's mainly me the zisu he needs to get on there and do some stuff um yeah uh some reviews some i think i did an unboxing for something i can't remember but i'm we're, we're still working on it uh my videos are getting better than they were i'm slowly trying to figure out how to make them cool <laughs> but it's <laughs> 
Hey, man, it's it's this is new to me, so I'm still working on it. Yeah, check us out on just search East Society on YouTube and then East Society Pod on TikTok and follow us on all the other ones uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and everything else. You guys got a TikTok page too, don't you? Yeah, we probably do. Oh. Uh, you can talk to Lance about that. I'm not doing no TikTok, so. <laughs> It's actually kind of fun. I'm not out there doing crazy things like everyone else on there, but that's <laughs> I, do, be I do what I do. <laughs> so, but yeah, everyone, uh, be safe out there and check out everything we got: Horror Returns, Eat Society, Magnus Podcast, and Action Stream Fiends, and everything else. So, yeah, until then, everyone, be safe out there and party on, and be good to each other.